You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. The once in a while you're looking to big shot, to play that shot and look at that go. Again, from the meaty part of the bat and he's gone the distance. Another six from the bat of Glenn Phillips. Just slightly overpitched, just slightly overpitched and he's quick to get to the pitch of the ball. Just hammered it, had enough elevation, got underneath it. And sweet connection for a maximum. It could be a very significant innings from Glenn Phillips. He scored 87 off 72 balls in New Zealand's first innings of 180. That gave them a slender eight-run lead in the first innings after bowling Bangladesh out for 172. In their second innings, Bangladesh had got through to 38 for two when bad light stopped play. So what's that? A lead of 30 runs with eight second innings wickets in hand and two days to play in Dakar. Andrew Alderson joins us on Weekend Sport. Alders, who has um, who has the upper hand in this test match? It seems finely balanced, but, but who's ahead in this test match? Greetings, Piney. Look, I think Bangladesh still have the upper hand here. I think it's similar to the first test. I think the uh, the difficulty of, of batting fourth uh, on the, the wickets uh, in Bangladesh is going to pose some problems. Uh, New Zealand have gone about it in a fairly positive fashion last night through the, the work of, of Glenn Phillips getting to his uh, 87 off 72 balls. Uh, but I think the work is ahead in that fourth innings. They're going to rely, you know, have to rely on the, the skill in those difficult uh, turning square circumstances of the likes of a Kane Williamson, his technique, etc. And hopefully he can get some support uh, to be able to build through and chase whatever's in front of them. And I think they're in a good position that they've got Bangladesh, 38 for two. Um, light seems to be a problem uh, at the moment uh, on the subcontinent. But also you've got these uh, pitches that are, I mean, it's been turning square pretty much from the, the opening overs on day one. And I know they've lost a day to it, but I'd still expect the result uh, to be uh, in prospect. What would be the height of what you'd want to chase for New Zealand in the fourth innings of this test? Hundred. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. I mean, they managed to get themselves eight ahead this time rather than seven last time, so there's some improvement on that front. Um, but oh, I don't know. I, I can't see you'd be wanting to chase more. Honestly, 150. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, in, in those circumstances, and you know they've got themselves in the position, and then opening up and getting, you know, uh, Patel and Santa into the attack immediately. I know Southie's taken the wickets uh, of, of Santo, but I think that uh, yeah, the spinners are going to hold the key here. Uh, and, and I suppose Santa coming in for Sodi, but uh, also potentially Phillips. I mean, bring, taking the ball into the right-hander, uh, just the variation there. Uh, a lot of the onus is going to go on them to be able to uh, deliver in uh, what are fairly perilous uh, circumstances. Can I ask you about Glenn Phillips? Because you mentioned his innings, obviously, which was a, a terrific knock in the circumstances, the way he, he played so aggressively. He's the leading run scorer for New Zealand in this Test Series, and he's also the joint leading wicket-taker with eight wickets with his, uh, with his off-spin at an average of just 16. He's pretty quickly become a very handy cricketer in all formats, hasn't he? Well, I think he's, he's a go-to man, and, and, and yeah, across the, the whole... Um gamut, if you like, of the of the, the formats of T20s, one days, and tests. I'm pleased that this has happened, this has come to fruition for Glenn Phillips. He is a player of extraordinary talent. And remember, I mean, not so long ago, he was a wicketkeeper as well. Uh, he's just got terrific uh, hand-eye coordination, uh, fast hands through the ball with, uh, with the bat. He's a tidy spinner. Uh, it just brings all those skills, but also his ability in the field. He's got a strong arm, great set of hands. Um, I just think he's... Uh, I think... Finally, we're seeing it's taken a few years to develop, but he has been a player just 
brimming you know, in the background here, and it's great to see uh, some new players coming through on that front for New Zealand because, goodness knows, it's been you know, a terrific side for so many years, but a lot of them over 30 now, and uh, it's, it's about bringing through that next generation. Ratchan Ravindra as well, um, hoping he might actually get used in this test series at some stage. Uh, but uh, I guess Kyle Jamieson is another that springs to mind in that sub-30 group that they've really got to build uh, over the course of this coming summer, I suspect. All right, well, light and weather permitting, we're underway on day four, around 4.30 this afternoon. A very, very intriguing first couple of sessions, I'm sure, are in prospect. Orders, just before you go, the other piece of cricket news which dropped overnight, the life ban on former Black Caps batter Lou Vincent has been lifted. He's now free to be involved in matches at or below domestic level after his um, his life ban for breaching anti-corruption rules imposed on him in 2014 was uh, revised. Uh, are you a fan of this decision? Absolutely. I just think Lou, Lou Vincent has done his time. Uh, he's shown contrition. Uh, he has uh, he served his sentence for sure. And I just think that someone like Lou has so much to offer the game. And he's given back too, and he's tried to help so others don't make the same mistake he same mistakes he has over the years. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of Lou Vincent being back involved in the game in, in some capacity. And I guess just in that helping and that consultancy uh, role, if you like, in that uh, he can, I guess, um, adds so much uh, experience from what he's seen in, in hoping that others don't make uh, the errors that he has. And I think that, you know, it's uh, it's been a difficult time for him over those years. Um, I guess it's been you know, reported on, well-documented uh, in many respects. Uh, but it'll be just interesting to see what avenue and what direction he takes now if he can be back uh, involved in the game. He's always been such an enthusiast uh, and... Uh, I've always enjoyed his company and I just think that uh, I hope that others get to experience some of that knowledge and expertise uh, and, and wisdom uh, that he will have accumulated over that time uh, given the, the contrition that he has shown uh, since, um, I guess, committing those, uh, those errors. Thanks, Aldous. I know you've got places to be, so we'll leave it there. Andrew Alderson uh, with us. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.